بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسوله الكريم وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى مدين أما بعد فإن الله سبحانه وتعالى يقول في كتابه العزيز والفرقان الحميد فأعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا ادخلوا في السلم كافة ولا تتبعوا خطوات الشيطان إنه لكم عدو مبين وقال تعالى محمد رسول الله والذين معه أشداء على الكفار رحماء بينهم تراهم ركعا سجدا يبتغون فضلا من الله ورضوانا إلى آخر الآية صدق الله العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الكريم ونحن على ذلك من الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين Respected ulama ikram, elders, brothers and sisters, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. MashaAllah, it's a pleasure for myself to be here in this masjid once again. And uh, it is from the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And thanks to MashaAllah, our great scholar, great teacher of Qur'an from Masjid Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the Imam of Masjid Qiblatayn, Shaykh Abu Fahad Abdullah Al-Biladi. MashaAllah, his credentials when it comes to recitation of Qur'an I think very, very few scholars in the world have such credentials. We have heard the chain of narrators when it comes to Bukhari, Muslim, Hadith, and so on, that such and such a person read from such and such a person and so on, which is very common. Normally, muhaddithin and great scholars from around the world, they come and they give lesson on Bukhari or Muslim or basically final lesson or khatm Bukhari. And then they give ijazah, permission to everyone. But little we know that there is similar system when it comes to recitation of Al-Quran. When it comes to recitation of Al-Qur'an, there is a chain that such and such a Sahabi heard entire Qur'an from Rasulullah And that Sahabi recited Qur'an in front of such and such a Tabi'i and it leads up to this time now. Normal chains in the world for reciters of Qur'an you will find around 22 to 25. That is considered as reasonable or good chain. 
in 1400 plus years around 22 to 25 which is about 60 70 years uh, for each narrator but sheikh's chain subhanallah is only 15 narrators between sheikh and rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam hardly anyone in the world would have such chain mashallah so it's really great honor for us to have such reciter who is so closely connected to rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam when it comes to not only hadith but quran itself mashallah last night he arrived from madina munawwara he landed at heathrow instead of taking him to my hometown croydon or south london i said let's move to birmingham as i was planning to come to birmingham uh, i called brother adil and i said sheikh will be with with me for salatul jumuah instead of taking him anywhere else i would like to bring him to this masjid so that's that's how it started mashallah and one of the reason sheikh is here because we doing sirah tour we going city by city talking about sirah rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam the importance of sirah is even more now when is considered that we know everything or we have covered it all in this time day and age where subhanallah people they rely on uh, mobile phones and internet and so on and they consider that a source of education or source of information even source of fatawa and so on it is very important that we go back to our roots and our traditions and we have halaqat we have gatherings in which we are discussing the ayats of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the lifestyle of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam you cannot find the reward by you studying alone on internet or uh, basically on social media or so that reward which comes on a gathering when people they gather together angels of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they surround them and they keep on piling up on each other until they reach arsh of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they send blessings of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon them and peace and calm reveals from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon this gathering so subhanallah that's the idea of the seer of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam is best example for us he is the very best example for us for anything to do with our daily life with the beat our financial life beat our basically political life beat our personal life beat our social life beat our spiritual life or educational aspects rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam is the best example for everything today our concept is especially ulama and scholars 
that we don't want to be part of politics. We don't want to attach ourselves with politics. But political aspects are there, it exists in the life of Rasulullah. Rasulullah showed us the very best way for us to progress in our personal life, which you call that this is my personal matter. Hey, this is my own business. You mind your own business. What are those things which is personal to you? Rasulullah guided us towards that. That is taqwa, tawakkul, and sabr. Taqwa, piety. Only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows or you know how much pious you are. People can look at your face with beard, with topi, with amama, with long soap and this and that or Islamic personality and they can assume or think or visualize that you are a pious person but in reality either you know or Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows how pious you are. Only Allah knows what people hiding behind their beards or behind their Islamic clothing and so on. So people can assume or judge, but they cannot be certain about someone's taqwa. Similarly, tawakkul, to have trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah par bhrosa rakhna, to have that tawakkul. Nobody can tell how much tawakkul you have. And sabr, to be patient, how much sabr you have. People can just guess it or can assume it. Only Allah knows or you know yourself how much, how much patient you are. If you want to progress in your social life, Rasulullah have given best steps towards that. How we can progress in our social life. And that is through salam, ihsan and shukr. Rasulullah sallallahu mentions As-salamu ala man arafta wa man lam ta'arik That you need to say salam to those who you recognize or who you, you don't, who you don't recognize Who you know or who you don't know So anybody coming You need to say salam to them And then there are many etiquettes of it The person who is entering Should say salam not must, but should. Otherwise, if somebody is in the hall or in the room already and that person says salam first, no harm. Yeah. A smaller number says salam to larger numbers. Yeah. To say salam is sunnah. But to respond to it, to reply to it is wajib. If someone says assalamu alaikum, then it's compulsory for you to reply to him wa alaikum assalam. If someone says assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah, then you need to reply at least assalamu alaikum assalam wa rahmatullah. If you can go beyond wa barakatuh, then fine. But that's about it. You know, some, some people they go assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu wa maghfiratuhu wa ridwanuhu jannat wajib dozakh haram and this and that. You don't have to go into that all marathon. The sunnah is assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. 
Rasulullah mentions, Man lam yashkurin nas, lam yashkurin He who is not thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not thankful. Who, he who is not thankful to people cannot be thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's very easy for us to be thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But we need to practice. We need to learn. We need to study how to thank people. And it's very, very important. Very important. You know, uh, this thanksgiving to people and to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is such a powerful thing that if we establish this in our life properly, trust me, many of our problem will go away. Many of our problem will go away. Because uh, we think that the person who is doing it up front, who is doing it good, so what? He's paid for it. Or that's his status, or he needs to do. But we need to appreciate. We need to appreciate everyone and anyone who is doing anything good, whether as part of a job, as part of duty, or out of courtesy. We need to appreciate them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Al-Quran, لَإِن شَكَرْتُمْ لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ If you be thankful to me, then I will increase in your bounty. I will increase my favors upon you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will increase. And لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ is mutlaq here. It's generic. So whatever you thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for whatever type of blessing or gift or basically could it be health, could it be knowledge, could it be skills or family or business or whatever. Allah will increase in that bounty, in that blessing. So, it covers everything. So, subhanAllah, such a tool we have that if we are thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah will increase in our bounty. And then, ihsan, to be kind to people. To be nice to people, obviously, I mean, looking after people. Rasulullah had best of characters and morals. Rasulullah was the kindest person that has walked on the face of this earth. So, subhanAllah, Rasulullah telling us that salam, ihsan, and shukr, these are the three qualities you need to develop in yourself in order to broaden your horizon and your circle for social uh, activities. If you want more people to be connected with you, today many people, they open, basically they start social media account and then they buy audience or they buy, they purchase followers and they get happy with the fake following, with fake numbers. They get happy with this. In reality, if you follow these three things, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you those, mashallah, people who are your followers, meaning associated with you, meaning they are friends and they are truly friends. So that's how we can progress in our social life, in our personal life, sorry, in our professional life. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam guided us. 
Adl, Musawat, and Ukhuwat. These three things. Adl, Musawat, and Ukhuwat. Justice, equality, and brotherhood. Justice, equality, and brotherhood. If you have these three qualities in you, then your professional life will progress. Your professional life will become excellent. Justice, equality, and brotherhood. Brotherhood, sisterhood, same thing, you see. So if you are responsible of a small company, or you are responsible for multinational company, or you are basically in charge of few people who are working with you, along you, or under you, or you are part of any professional environment, if you adopt these three things, Adl, Musawat, and Ukhuwat, justice, equality, and brotherhood, trust me, your professional life will flourish like anything. And finally, political life. That's where we started basically, that ulama thinks that we shouldn't be part of politics. But Rasulullah taught us that if you adopt three things in you, your political life will become much better. You would become acceptable and favorite leader for people or for those people who you are governing. Whether you are husband, whether you are father, whether you are a minister, MP, senator, whether you are basically governor, prime minister, king, whoever you are, you need these three qualities in you. And that is mawadda, rahmah, and na'af. Mawadda means love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sorry, mawadda means love. When it comes to relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Between us, in political life, love of people, love of those you are governing, love, love of those who you um, basically uh, leading. If you love your own position, if you love your own kursi and your chair, your power, more than your love for the people, then you will not progress that much in your political career. So, mawadda, and then second one, rahmah, mercy, and af, strength and power of forgiveness. So if you are loving, and you are merciful, and subhanallah, you are forgiving, then you will be a fantastic leader, political leader. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us opportunity to follow all the guidelines Rasulullah sallallahu have given us. Finally, I want to pose one question to you. We, all of us, we know five pillars of Islam. Yes, we know five pillars of Islam. But pillars stand on what? The pillar stands on foundation. If these are the five pillars of Islam, then what are the foundations of Islam? Have we thought about it? 
Obviously, you see pillars in this building. Some pillars are obvious and some pillars are hidden in the walls. They are standing on foundation. Pillars could be shaky if your foundation is not strong enough. Your, your work on your pillars is secondary. First, you need to work on your foundation. That is topic for next time, inshallah. Until next time, take care. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.